0: bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our news episode monthly. We like to present items of news Uh, and give commentary on that news based upon the principles we learn in these podcasts. And this is May of the year 2022 here in What's Making News. I don't always focus on negative news, though. I like to to share positive news stories that just shows justice being lived out uh, where people are using their skills and location to to bring a better world uh, where they are. But our first item is a bit on the negative side because um, our current president, Joe Biden, has done something that I think is very unwise, and that is he's nominating a Supreme Court justice because one of the Supreme Court justices is retiring, and he has said specifically that his qualifications... For the Supreme Court justice is going to be that this next Supreme Court justice will be a black woman. So both black and a woman. Now there's nothing wrong with that in itself. We do have uh, African American judges on the on the court. We have women on the court. But my problem in this is that to to Bring in a new judge, a justice on the highest court in the land, and that your two qualifications is that they are black and a woman, uh, that just is totally ignores the fact that the person needs to be qualified. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. said, may the day come when we are judged not by the color of our skin, but by the content of our character. And if President Biden were to do this the correct way, he would have Supreme Court justices that are known for their character, not the color of their skin. Uh, Congress is currently voting a Supreme Court justice nominee from President Biden. She's a black woman as the president, again, has promised. And she has a history of being easy on child pornography, among other things. In fact, at the confirmation hearing the other day, she was asked by one of the senators, define a woman. And she says, I cannot define a woman. I am not a biologist. Come on, you know, really? But there's been other things in her past that has disqualified her to be a good justice on Supreme court. But she's a black woman. That's what... President Biden has has uh, said is going to be the criteria. And the problem is this choosing a justice for the highest court of the land based on gender and skin color is a recipe for disaster because you overlook the real qualifications that makes uh, a person good. I mean, we're going to look at skin color, a white. Justice can be a great justice or could be a disaster. A African-American justice could be great as a justice or a disaster. Again, man or woman. The thing is, we have to get to the real qualifications as how, what is their decision-making ability? And as we said in our episodes on racism, to see race is to be attached to to form and when we are attached to form that cannot end well justices who carry i mean we're talking about the supreme court that's making major decisions that changes the landscape of our nation justices who carry out law should be chosen based on performance and qualified ability to do the job fairly and accurately Choosing a justice based on skin color and gender gives us no idea how that person will execute their job. So I encourage you to write your senator and say, please stop this hearing until we can find out what is the person's actual qualifications for this. So that's the one negative thing for this week. And we'll get that out of the way. I've got three very positive news items Obviously, the Russia-Ukraine war continues on. I've talked about that in the past. I won't hit on it again, although some of the upcoming news items are actually involved in part of that. But this is beautiful. Here it's titled, Hero Vet is cross, Crossing into Ukraine to Rescue Trapped Animals. According to SWNS, 32-year-old Polish veterinarian, Jakub Katowicz, however you say that, I've always struggled with Polish names, launched a rescue trip into the war zone last week and has since rescued around 200 cats and 60 dogs from Lviv in three convoys. Now being cared for in his veterinarian clinic are the rescued animals, including a pygmy goat with diseased legs and a large Sphinx cat who loves to cuddle. Jacob uh, plans to keep the two-month-old pygmy goat kid named Sasha, who shares a soft bed with two chihuahuas as part of his service with ADA Foundation. Jacob founded the animal rescue charity when he was 17. I love that. It's like founded it when he was 17 and runs a no-kill animal shelter uh, in the local area in Poland, just 30 minutes from the border with Ukraine. Here is a small example of someone bringing justice right where they are. You see what Jacob is doing here? He's he's using his skills as a veterinarian. He says, I can't really help out with the war except that there's animals trapped and wounded in the war zone. So what I can do, since I'm only 30 minutes from Ukraine, is I can work in my area with my skills and my clinic. And actually bring justice for animals who are, you know, animals aren't fighting the war. They're just victims of it. So he's like, I want to help these animal victims of the war right where I am with my skills, my location, with what resources I have. I can make a difference. See, that's what we're talking about. At the end of every episode, when I talk about creating a just society right where you are, that's what it looks like using your skills using your location, using your resources. What you've got, you can make a difference with what you have. For example, I have a speaking voice. I have the ability to research and gather information and I have a microphone here and thank God for the radio station that allows me to use their studio. I can make a difference with what my skills right where I'm at. So there you go. Now, speaking of Ukraine, here's another News item. Teachers in Ukraine are doing what teachers do. I like that. Teachers in Ukraine are doing what teachers do, not giving up on their students. Though a war rages around them, the teachers of Ukraine have decided that school is still in session, if only to give their students some kind of routine and stability in the midst of emotional and physical tumult. I cannot serve in the army, but I can teach students. One teacher told NBC's Matt Bradley. We've had conversations with our kids and asked them, "Do you want to go back to your school next year? What is your opinion?" And they want to go back. They want to go home. Another educator told Today Parents. So do my and hu- so do uh, me, my husband and I. We plan to return to Kiev. When this is all over and help rebuild the city, rebuild our community so we can continue doing what we do, uh, what we were doing there. Teaching again, you see teaching, using their skill of teaching to continue teaching kids to give kids a sense of normalcy in the middle of a war zone. I bet you did you ever think that, oh, I could do that. (laughs) You see, that's what they're doing. Location skill, resource. Those are the three things you need to create a just society where you are. You need a location, which is the location you're at. You need skills, your skills, and you need resources, your resources, right where they are. And finally, I like this one. This will be a short episode because I just wanted to share some short, fun uh, uh, news items this month. But uh, this one is about a man who... Uh, had a massive stroke, and because of it, left one of his arms weak, so he hasn't been able to hug his family for, I believe it was eight years. Uh, Yes, eight years. But uh, the title of the article is College Students Design Device That Helps Stroke Patient Hug His Grandsons. From Catherine Garcia, March 7, 2022. Four college students developed a tool That lets Kevin Eubanks do something he hadn't done in eight years, hug his grandchildren. Eubanks' daughter, Emily Sisko, is an occupational therapy assistant and adjunct professor at Arkansas State University. Eight years ago, Eubanks had a massive stroke which left him with weakness in his left arm. For a recent class project, Cisco asked her students to make a piece of adaptive equipment for her dad. She showed them a video of Eubanks completing daily tasks and they were able to FaceTime him to ask about his likes and dislikes. After Eubanks shared that he missed being able to fully embrace his loved ones, students Lisa James, Larissa Garcia, uh, Erica Dexter, and Casey Parsons decided to team up and create the hug again. That was the name of their device, the hug again. It's a strap that Eubanks is able to grab with the other hand and wrap around another person. Uh, James explained to today, the first time he used the hug again with his grandchildren, Eubanks burst into tears. This device, as well as others made for him by Cisco, Cisco students, left him overjoyed. And Eubanks told today, Uh, that he hopes his story can encourage others to never give up. I want them to see that after eight years of not being able to hug, I now can again, so don't ever give up. What do you think about that? Isn't that beautiful? Uh, Again, college students using their location, their skills, and their resources to bring about justice for a guy to... To be able to hug someone. You see, one of the things that when I talk about all these big issues of injustice, let's not get lost in that. Let's remember that that justice creates a society where everyone has the opportunity to thrive. So they take this guy who's a, a victim of a massive stroke and they create a, a space where he can thrive enough to hug his grandchildren. So justice. You see, it's it's these little things. And if we do, if a million people do a million little things, it ends up being a massive thing. You see justice, true justice is not necessarily a worldwide phenomenon. It's right where you are, your skills, your resources. And if enough people are, are bringing about a just society right where they are with their skills and their resources, then suddenly we have a worldwide movement. So I hope you're encouraged by those news stories. It's beautiful. I love sharing them. Let me know your comments. Feel free to, uh, um, to email me, share things that you want to talk about. The, tell me one thing I'd like to know is how have you experienced or seen uh, justice in your area? I'd love to see the stories and even share them in the podcast. So thank you for joining us. I hope you have a great day as you create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com.